welcome to Stall Warning, a show talking all things lacrosse. I am your host, Ponchito Ojeda, and joining me today is Weber, Weber International Women's Head Coach, Destiny Johnson. Destiny, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Long time to see. I'm doing really well. Just trying to get through this COVID life and seeing the same four walls every day. Same. It's been it's been pretty wild here, you know. Definitely uh, trying to stay focused and you know keep rolling with the the punches and do what I can for sure. Yeah, every day is just about grinding it out for the next day, you know, and, and just living to see a new day and trying to build your program as best you can. So, uh, you know, I know you're in Florida these days. How how is the weather down there? Oh, it's great. It's definitely great. I, I'm loving the warm weather. Um, definitely, unfortunately, during the time that I was kind of making the move and everything like that, there was, uh, you know, quarantine, staying at home, so having to be able to hit the beach. But the weather, on the other hand, is, is definitely great. Nice. That's good to hear. I mean, who doesn't love Florida weather? It's a little humid, but I think we can live with that, given that you have the warmth all the day. So, um, Destiny, we're, we're pumped to have you on. I'm super excited to hear your story, and I think all of our podcast listeners will as well. Uh, you have an interesting story. You know, originally hailing from Northeast Georgia, you went to high school at Tallulah Falls, graduated in 2010. But you know, what's most interesting about that is that you didn't play lacrosse in high school. So, what what did you do in high school? No, so like um, I pretty much kind of played like all the sports in high school. Um, and then I ended up getting recruited to play uh, basketball and track uh, initially in, in college. That's awesome. And those those two sports seem to be the perfect combination for lacrosse, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, definitely on the basketball and, you know, that defense. And fortunately, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm short, so I have the, the point guard, you know, IQ. So, you know, having that, um, uh, you know, visual for, for, the, for the, the court and then transitioning that into the field. So um, it's a pretty good transition on that. Yeah, absolutely. You might, might be uh, vertically challenged, but you don't lack a pack of punch and uh, you certainly have the skill sets to be successful on the field. No doubt about that. You know, what was your uh, what was your event in track? In track? So I, I did discus. Um, and then uh, my coach kind of had me Wanted to do uh, javelin, but he kind of we kind of mainly focused on um, discus, and now that's in that's in college. Got it, got it. you know. I tried to throw the discus a couple times, and I must say, uh, it only resulted in me trying to spin and fall over and looking really silly in front of my friends. Uh, so I have a lot of respect for anyone who could chuck that thing any distance at all. So, uh, you know, what was it like doing discus? discus training like what do you guys do to get better at discus also there's a lot of you know um weight room stuff just kind of building building your muscles up and stuff like that a lot of uh lifting training on on that aspect of like more your your upper body your lower body your hips and everything like that so um definitely took a toll um it's a kind of free, uh, pretty story how I that's how that's how I kind of ended up transitioning into a little bit of, of the lacrosse side um, in college. Um, so it definitely took a, a toll because all you know throughout high school I played a lot of sports. So 
know, my body weight kind of went, you know, up and down to match, you know, the sport that I played and everything like that. So um, it definitely, um, a lot of like lifting and, and, and getting stronger um, for, for the discus for sure. Nice. That's cool. So, so you play high school ball, uh, doing basketball and track mostly, uh, some other sports, cross country, volleyball, baseball, but cause your school didn't have softball, but no, no lacrosse. Then you end up at Emmanuel college, uh, in you start there in the fall of 2010 and you end up playing lacrosse there. So tell us how, how did you get on the lacrosse field from, from that background? Yeah. So, um, so playing, playing, uh, the sports there and then one time so the kids were like um actually funny thing um so my my venture because i forgot to mention to you though but my venture actually revert back from reinhardt university i don't know if you heard of that um yeah they were actually starting up like that's where i kind of first went before i transferred to a manual um i forgot to mention that to you but they started a program there, and they hired the coach really late, and so the coach was kind of asking around on campus, and um, I knew everything about lacrosse and everything like that. I watched it, um, and the girls were like, hey, like, coach is looking for kids that, you know, are coming from the athletic side and maybe want to play, have some interest in playing lacrosse, and I said, so yeah, I'll try it out, kind of take a look. Um, and so it was like a weekend. The girls kind of took me out, kind of put a stick in my hand. I was catching and throwing. Um, and I just I, I just caught on to it really quick. You know, I definitely um, felt comfortable with it. Like it was like first, first nature, you know, just kind of coming to me like that. And then the girls were kind of pretty shocked that, you know, me picking up the stick for the first time, I was looking, you know, pretty good at it, uh, doing, doing really well at it. And then... Um, Playing a little bit with the, the, the both the men's and the women's team, and uh, they were like, "Oh man, you got to get on the team. You got to play. You're gonna kill it." So I kind of went for it, and the coach offered me some uh, scholarship, and it kind of went from there. That's awesome. So, so you're at Reinhardt, then you end up at Emmanuel. You play there for a few years. You know, you tell us as a as kind of a new player to the to the game in college. You know. What was it like for you, kind of like basically learning how to play lacrosse, you know, in the final four years of, you know, your ability to play for your school? Um, it was it was exciting. Um, you know, I, I really wasn't really thinking that you know something like that would would come about. Um, me actually picking up uh, a, another sport that I never played before um, in college, um, but it was exciting. Um, I'm always up for a challenge. Um, like I said before, like. I've been playing sports my whole life. Um, my family was very uh, definitely shocked when I told them that I was playing lacrosse, and um, they were like, "What is that?" And so it was that, like, just you know, me adding, uh, seeing lacrosse, you know, add a whole new, you know, learning experience for my whole family because no one played lacrosse on my on my family. You know, everyone played either basketball, football, they did track, baseball, you know, those traditional sports. Um, and so it was definitely. Um, great experience just learning more deeply about the the game and uh, and, and kind of listening to my coaches and stuff like that and, and and being the athlete that i am you know definitely putting forth force of, of learning and doing better each year for sure 
That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a pretty cool opportunity to be honest. I mean, I've never I didn't pick up a new sport in college. I don't know a lot of people have. I think it's pretty cool that you were able to do that. And it's kind of exciting for you know, for people who are listening to remind kids that you you know, you can never you're never done. You're never too late to start. Like there's always a chance to pick up a stick, get you know, fall in love with the game and and contribute this to somewhere, um, whether it be at the club level, varsity level, whatever. So that's super cool. Um, so let's move on to your coaching career. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break here and listen to a message from our sponsors. Prospect Connect is excited to announce the launch of Beacon, a completely free companion app for aspiring collegiate athletes. Beacon is the new standard for a student athlete looking to be seen while competing on the road at a tournament, recruiting event, sports combine, or even at a local high school game. Once your beacon is activated, college recruiters now know who you are. Using state-of-the-art geolocation technology, college coaches and recruiters physically nearby or even watching via live broadcast now have instant access to your up-to-date profile, athlete vitals, and contact information. Download Beacon for free today on your Apple or Android device. For more information, visit prospectconnect.com and be sure to follow at Prospect Connect on all social media channels. Don't forget, Prospect Connect is spelled Prospect C-N-N-C-T. Prospect Connect, athlete recruiting mobilized. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Prospect Connect, make sure you do it. It's an awesome tool and it's great for coaches and we use it at all our events for recruiting. But back to uh, talking about you, Destiny, and, and your coaching career now. So after you graduated Manual College in 2015, you headed off to coach at the University of Alabama Huntsville uh, with your college coach. Tell us about that, how that came about. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it's, it was wild. So I was actually going towards to uh, become a, a sports director at a local Parks and Rec uh, near school. And, you know, I was trying to get that full-time position, you know, definitely wanted to get that position and it was hopefully going to be mine soon after I graduated. But unfortunately, um, things were kind of moving a little slow in that, in that department. Um, and um, when they were going to exit out the whole person that was there and, and bring me in as the full-time director of sports. So, you know, with that, my coach was also helping me, you know, uh, look for, you know, jobs in, in the field that I was looking for and things like that. And she mentioned that, um, you know, during that time, she ended up mentioning that she was going to be, she's decided to leave um, on the annual and take over at the University of Alabama Huntsville. And she said, hey, like, I'm going to have an assistant position open and I want you to come along. I know, you know me, I know you. Um, I know you eventually want the coach um in the in the college level and things like that so i just want you to come follow me if if you think that's um something that you want to do um and and i was like yeah i just i didn't it just took, it didn't even take me a, uh think about it i didn't even go home and think about it i just was like yep i'm coming <laughs> so that's pretty much how that went you know she definitely um uh, wanted to bring in someone that she knew um that knew the, the game really well um, you know, as a player, I was always, you know, watching film. I was always learning, always asking questions. Um, and so she, she knew that I had that mindset already. Um, and so she thought that, you know, I'll be a great fit to bring on um, as her assistant. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great opportunity. And it's certainly 
you know, the fact that you knew you wanted to coach is a great reason to do it. So um, that's really cool. I'm, I'm really pumped to hear that kind of always funny how we get into coaching. So wh- how did you know that you wanted to be a coach when you, as you're kind of heading into your, and your college career? Um, so I pretty much like growing up, like once I got into high school and everything like that, um, I knew that I wanted to coach, um, you know, and that was more towards, you know, basketball and, and track and, um, and, and during that time for high school, um, and then also then moving up to, to coaching on the uh, college level. But then when I got into lacrosse, it was just a whole new, like, ball game. Like, that was – it was just like, man, I, I'm in love with this game. Like, I, I, I know it. Um, you know, I'm always studying, always learning. I always want to know more. And so I was like I, – I definitely would like to, you know, try coaching on the on – a, on a different level, you know, for, for lacrosse. You know, I definitely know I want the – coach like basketball and track and things like that but how cool would it be to you know coach lacrosse and so that's how that kind of came about you know I definitely got that perspective of now I'm playing lacrosse so why not you know try coaching lacrosse too yeah that's that's incredible I I love it you know I did not have that same luck of knowing I wanted to coach for so long but uh, I think it's so great when people know and then they get this chance to give back and I think it's awesome that you got to adjust from your dream of basketball or, or track and you end up coaching a completely different sport that introduces at college. I think it's one of the coolest things ever. Um, so you're at Huntsville for a year uh, and then, you know, in the, in the spring of 2017, you head out to take, uh, take the university of Dallas job and you move from the assistant coach to the head coaching, head coaching role. You know, tell me what that was like to, you know, make that jump so early you know, you're, you're still quite young at that time and a lot of challenges, you know, what, what, what was that like for you? Um, it was very, uh, when I got approached by my, by the head coach, um, at, um, Huntsville, you know, she, she said she got a phone call and they were looking for a coach and, you know, she was like, Hey, I, I think you're ready. Um, you, you've shown to me because I was actually, you know, doing the coach, a lot of the coaching for the, on the defensive side, you know, she definitely let me, um, did a lot of hands-on, um, coaching and everything like that. Um, so I wasn't, as an assistant, I wasn't really just, you know, standing in the office and, you know, just doing the, you know, the recruiting or, um, you know, booking our hotels and everything like that. I was like in practice, actually coaching, um, running play, help running plays and everything like that. So she was like, Hey, like, I think you're ready. I, you're, you're very, you're you caught on to a lot of things. Um, you know, the girls look up to you, um, you're, you're a great leader. And so she put my name in that pocket. She, um, reached back out and to the AD at the university of Dallas and was like, Hey, I have someone, I think she'll be a great, great fit. Um, and I think it'll be a great stepping stone for her, um, to kind of get an experience as the head coach, as a head coach. And so I was, it was nerve wracking, you know, cause, uh, you know, she was saying that, you know, I was ready and she believed in me and, um, and, and, but in the back of my mind, I was like, man, am I, am I ready? Like, you know, um, uh, but I was also at the same time exciting and cool that, you know, there's a possibility I can like jump into that, you know, head coach position. Um, so it, it was definitely, I, I say overall, just nerve wracking, exciting, um, but, um, definitely took on that challenge for sure. Nice. That's super cool. I mean, 
uh, are you ever really ready to be a head coach or like to run the show? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's like one of those things you're always learning new things every year. And I feel like every good head coach is pretty much second guessing everything they do <laughs> all the time, uh, no matter how much they believe in themselves. So, but it's still exciting. So you make the move. I'm, you know, it's awesome to see. And you head to Dallas. You know, tell us about your experience at Dallas and like what, you know, what kind of inspires you there and, you know, why it was a great move. Um, so one thing, anybody knows me, um, I, I love the heat. Um, and so Texas is hot. Uh, so I, I love that warm weather. So uh, that was also great making that move there. Um, and Dallas, I mean, come on, like Dallas is, is great. Um not a Dallas Cowboys fan, though, so got to put that in there. Uh, when I moved to Dallas, though, everyone was trying to get me to be a Cowboys fan, but, you know, that, that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, overall, it was it, it was definitely a great move. Um, you know, I was taking over um, a team to a, a rebuilding uh, team, so I had to rebuild the program there. Um, and, it, and it was exciting. Um, you know, it was D3, so it wasn't on that. You know, it was still very competitive, but also it wasn't on that, like, D2, D1 level. So I was able to kind of, you know, start when I got in there, learn a little bit um, about the ins and outs of, like, the program and the system there and things like that. So um, it was kind of great learning learning that and not necessarily having that very high pressure, um, like, on D2 and D one level when you move up that, that scale. Um, but it was great kind of, you know, being able to settle in and learn, learn the team and start working, you know, start recruiting and start getting, you know, the University of Dallas out there, start marketing it um, a lot better um, than it was before and, and things like that. So it, it was a great adventure. Um, I definitely learned a lot, um, you know, coming from, you know, Huntsville, which was a D2 school. Um, it was definitely, definitely different uh, um, in that aspect, but it, it was great, um, you know, trying to, you know, rebuild that program and and take take it to um its, its its new heights. You know for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, and you guys, you know, Dallas is a program that's growing. I think you know, like you had said to me uh, in our pre-show call that you know it's one of two schools in Texas that had D three lacrosse, which is always exciting. You know, you and Southwestern, and I think you know you did a great job. Obviously, we got to know each other when you were at Dallas. Um, through you coming to the Grapevine events and then recruiting one of our one-on-one girls. Uh, shout out to Sophia Hauser, um, who's a stud defender, uh, 2020 graduate this year. And, you know, we got to, to witness firsthand kind of your relationship building skills and just the way in which you worked with the young ladies, which is awesome to see. And I love that they have a role model, you know, a young female role model to go learn under uh, I think it's just the best way for young ladies to learn and get better at not only lacrosse, but life in general. So, you know, you certainly did a great job in kind of prepping that program for, you know, future success, which is not always easy to do, right? Because sometimes, that, <laughs> sometimes getting those sure. losses and those struggles pile up and you're like, oh, man, I don't know. Can I keep going? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it definitely, um, you know, was an eye opener, but you know, when, when I going into it, you know, I knew that, you know, it, it was going to take time, you know, trying to trying to rebuild a program and um, and find that that, you know, what makes you D, you D, you know, what what makes um, 
you'd be great and why kids should, should come attend to University of Dallas, you know. So I, I, ha- I set my goals in the aspect of, you know, what was the plan for me to go into that school and and start, you know, rebuilding the, the culture and um, and getting us back on our feet on why we, you know, why the, why the University of Dallas started the Women's Lacrosse program there, you know, what was the, the goal and um, and everything like that. And so we, we started getting on that, on that trail, um, which was great, you know, and stuff like that. And so obviously, you know, with recruiting, you know, you just gotta, you know, get that, that out there and, and, and why, you know, you want those kids to come to University of Dallas and why you see them being a fit for, you know, that program and that school academically. So, it, it was definitely a, a great um, adventure for sure. That's awesome. And then, you know, you, you just recently moved on from UD to go to Weber International and start the program there, which is a school in the NAIA, correct? Yes. So, you know, tell us what, what prompted you to, you know, leave Dallas and, and head, head east? Um, so, you know, I kind of felt that it, it was kind of time to, you know, make, make a, make a move. Um, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I did what all I can for, you know, the university of Dallas and, you know, putting that, um, mark there of, you know, continue to be better. And whoever came after, you know, they definitely had a, a, a rope to, or I say a map to, um, you know, continue that, that success and continue to, you know, recruit that, those high caliber kids that, you know, want to go to Dallas and, and learn their, because um, Dallas is a great school, um, especially the academics. Oh man, it's it's on the top of the charts there, the the academics there. Um, but decided that it was time, and then also um, who who also knows me, you know, my family is from the the Caribbean, and so um, it was definitely to make that mark. You know, moving a lot closer to my family there, and I have a ton of family in Florida, tons of family in Florida. So you know, and they all miss me, and all uh, and living in Dallas, I didn't have any family. I was, you know, not close to my family at all. Um, you know, the drive was long, the flights were, you know, a little expensive, but you know, it was definitely the right time to make that move. Um, so I decided to kind of yeah. take that jump and take the opportunity of, 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 you know, trying something new and, and building a new program. You know, I, as a player, I started a pro, uh, started in a, in a brand new program as a player. So, uh, like now, I'm I'm very excited about you know taking this role on and, and building this new program. Yeah, I think it's it's awesome building a new program from the ground up. Is it's it's cool. It's like the blank slate. You know, you can kind of try all the things you've always talked about, and it's exciting. And at the same time, it's also the most daunting and challenging thing you'll ever do because you'll feel like you know when am I going to see success? And you know, you won't know for yet a whole another year now. Um, not to mention recruiting is probably in basically standstill mode with um, all these rules around dead periods and stuff like that, that might be going on. So, you know, tell us about Weber and, you know, what's on the horizon for Weber International over the next, uh, you know, 18 months. Um, so for Weber, so right now, you know, we're, we're still, um, you know, in that 2020 uh, pocket looking for, um, you know, those uh, still uncommitted uh, kids, you know, right now during this time, you know, there's a lot of changes going on with, you know, schools in different areas of the, of the U.S. Um, you know, a lot of schools are closing. Um, a lot of schools might be going online. Um, so there's still rooms of, of kids of like, 
you know, unfortunately, you know, you know, to hear that, you know, that's very sad to hear, you know, some kids, you know, wanted to go to that, that dream school and, or go to that school that they really liked. Um, and, you know, to hear that things are going to be online and stuff like that. Um, so we've kind of been still on that 2020 pocket, but still recruiting that, uh, 2021, uh, um, and getting on that, on that trail right there with, with that class. But I'm excited. Uh, you know, we got a brand new turf field that was built. Um, so I'm excited to kind of get on, uh, get on that turf and, and start playing. Uh, you know, the, the the lake is right behind the, the, the field. So you can definitely see the, the lake the lake from there and then when it's sunny out you know that that sun just beams on that lake and it's it's no like better scene to see that right there um so i mean i'm excited man i'm i'm very excited to kind of get this journey started we have a you know some good commits you know coming out of um you know florida um and then we have some out of state uh kids and and some transfers so you know i'm excited to kind of you know get this show on the road and, and start building you know that that team this team and you know start building that culture and everything like that for sure yeah that's awesome i think it'll be super cool uh you guys have a great location to be building a program at and you know if if my interactions with you are any under any indication i suspect they'll be very successful at weber so uh good for you and and good for them so uh, any any last words of uh, advice for all these people who are stuck at home uh, during this uh, quarantine? Um, yeah, so uh, well, I want to say thank you for you know inviting me. Um, it was great, uh, you know, um, to tell tell my story um, and just to let you know other people know that, or anyone that's listening, kids, um, parents, you know, you know, kids, it's, there's opportunity, you know, um, you know, just get out there and and you know, get to know people, um, network, you know, you know, be able to put your name out there. You know, there's, there's tons of opportunity and, and people are looking for, for, you know, you know, people that are looking to make those moves, um, you know, playing, whether that's playing in college or, you know, coaching on the collegiate level. Um, now for the quarantine and things like that, I'll say just keep striving. Um, you know, those that are out there on the front lines, you know, thank you so much for all that you're doing right now. Um, you know, just keep taking one day at a time, you know, look, look at, you know, what we're, we're giving, you know, family, being able to spend more time with family and, and things like that, you know, take every, every opportunity, don't take anything for granted, um, you know, stay, stay safe, you know, take all the precautions that, uh, you know, your state and everything like that is um, asking everyone to do, you know, take, take care of your family. Uh, but you know, you know, know that everything all that's happening is out of our control. So, you know, we just got to, you know, do the best we can, what, what we're given and, and just keep pushing, you know, don't stop, you know, keep grinding for sure. Nice. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And, uh, I, I love, I love that you shouted out the frontline workers. They're the best. Um, they're putting a lot of time and putting their lives at risk. So, uh, Destiny, well, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciated having you. And uh, you have listened today to another installment of Stall Warning. Make sure you check out Weber International's new head coach, Destiny Johnson, online and on social. We will post those in the show notes. Until then, you can follow us on social media at 101 underscore LAX. That's on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook at 101 Lacrosse. Until next time, have a great day.